Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Previously on Dungeons and Dragons. Hey, one sec there, Hillop. I don't know if you should really touch that goal. It's too late. I am rubbing it all over my bodies. Oh, you got some of the mushrooms. They were pretty tasty. Yeah, you eat some of these? Were they feeling okay? Yeah, they are pretty medium. Uh, I eat one. Now you step out into a clearing, and there is a hut. You see a skull-shaped handle. You got anything to say? Find the code and break the curse. So, Z-Y-E-D-A? Or... Or just Z-E-D. The wind (laughs) pours down on top of you. Ah, it's a motherfucking witch! Well, I'm just going to keep kicking that door. As you step in with the orb, you feel it pulling from your hand. Just watch in wonderment at the miracle (laughs) that I'm witnessing. The windmill begins to churn as she herself is pulled off of her broom and through the blades of the windmill. The darkness that has settled over this little village is lifted. You make it back to the caravan where your wagon is there and Winifred's wagon is there and she runs over to you and she's like, where did you guys go? Well, we were... There was gold and... Well, Hillop Hillop wanted to go check out a, a town he heard about in a story one time, so we had to go have a look. Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons. We're a D&D 5th edition actual play podcast and I'm your dungeon master Russ Moore and with me today is Amy Moore. <laughs> Why you do that? <laughs> you saw me drinking. You saw me drinking coffee, you introduced me first. I did. You're a doink. I'm Amy. I play Sullivan Slight, a halfling, no, oh, son of a bitch, a lightfoot halfling rogue. And Carla Maxted. <laughs> Uh, that is me. I play uh, Nerixious Acra, a.k.a. Glim, a dragonborn paladin. And Tom Laird. That's me. I play Moot. He's a uh, half-orc wild magic sorcerer. And also with us today, a wonderful and special guest from uh, the Broadswords. She's the, she's the DM. She's the producer. She's ready. It's Victoria Rogers. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be playing Bombera. A human sorcerer. Ooh. It's very fancy. Yeah, I'm wiggling my eyebrows, listeners. It's, it's, <laughs> it's very impressive. You can, feel the, yeah. you can feel the eyebrow wiggle. Yeah. 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 Um, where you can see all of these eyebrow wiggles is over on Patreon. Patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. Where we also dedicate an episode to a patron. And today's patron is Kathy Sindelar. Kathy. Hey, Kathy. Thank you. Kathy, thank Thank you. Kathy. And now... Unless anybody has any other questions or anything before we're getting started. Yeah, oh, hold on, I have something. How do you D&D? Fuck it! Let's play D&D! <laughs> we'll learn as yeah. we play, Amy. Don't worry about it. We'll figure it out at some point. Episode 100 <laughs> or something. 
we open on a a darkened shop. The light is coming in through the the curtains, and we hear the sound of a person entering from a back area in this shop. Bombera, what do you do when you uh, when you go through your morning routine? Uh, yeah, uh, so I live in the apartment upstairs, and there is a rickety staircase that, that leads from the apartment down to my back room. Uh, you Usually what happens is as I'm descending the stairs, my cat, Toby, will make that the time that he decides I'm going to run around on the stairs. I trip... There is a handle specifically mounted on the wall for this occasion. I grab onto it. <sighs> Toby! Go outside. And then I open the back door. The cat runs out. Close the door. And then I go to the front to, you know, unshutter the windows. Flip the closed sign to open. Turn on some candles with a snap of my fingers. And await my first customers. As the room illuminates during this this, this morning ritual that you have, uh, you look to a spot where um, a, a very prized possession is. And you notice that that item is now gone. And behind it, scrawled on the wall in a greasy charcoal, is the Rat King Calls. Do I know anything about the Rat King? Make make a check. Make a history check. <laughs> so okay, history. <laughs> All right. Community just, knowledge uh, check. Pro- probably just an intelligence. Just check. intelligence. How smart am I? Yeah. Um, above average. Oh, it's the ampersand symbol. Oh, that's a natural twenty. <gasps> you, hey. Are you rolling with your fancy heavy yes, white dice? Yes, I am. It was the first time I rolled a nat 20 on it, so I was very confused as to what that meant. Okay. <laughs> it's going to be a good game, then. It's going to um, be great. Yeah, you know exactly who... Well, you, you've you heard uh, stories kind of going through the shopkeeps in the, throughout the dock ward that there's um, a new underground syndicate of sorts that is trying to make their way within Waterdeep. They've kind of come in on some... Uh, Waterdeep is. Let's catch you up with where Waterdeep is. Um, we are just post Rise of Tiamat, so there is, there are lots of people who have kind of flocked to Waterdeep, escaping the cult of the dragon. So the Rat King and his followers have come to Waterdeep on on barges and ships, and kind of snuck into Waterdeep, and are now trying to enforce rule. On the dock ward, they're trying to stake claim to that. Could they be any more like cliche rats on a dock? Come on, you guys, get creative. When I write this in 24 hours, no. (laughs) (laughs) Lean on those tropes, Russ. (laughs) You got it. Okay, so it's they're 
there are new a new new thugs in town. New thugs, yeah, that's a good description. Okay. Oh, bloody hells! We cut to um, about that time in the morning. You three, Moot, Glim, and Sully, are wandering through the streets of Waterdeep. You arrived with Hillop approximately a week prior to this point. What have you three been doing, either together or on your own, while you've been getting used to the city? Well, I think Sully's probably been wandering around talking up a lot of the different shopkeepers and, like, people at stands and markets, um, really playing up this uh, (laughs) adventure in the woods about how he single-handedly saved um, this entire town uh, and then the lighthouse. He doesn't tell it well. Um, He can't quite remember all the details. (laughs) Especially by saying there's a lighthouse. Uh, yeah, there was a lighthouse. Nope. I mean, there was a windmill. Oh, God damn it! it was a windmill! Which is also a tall cylindrical building. <laughs> so close, though. <laughs> it was a lighthouse in the middle of the woods. I was so it was confident. Oh, God, I, I need why. to dial it back. <laughs> Something happened maybe somewhere. There could have been trees. I shot Hill up in the leg. <laughs> Shoulder. Damn <laughs> <laughs> Guys... It's too early. For I like this. Shit. Is in this is Sully, this, right? It's he a different story everywhere he goes. Yeah. He's he shot him in the eye. He now wears an eye patch. He shot him in the leg. He has a wooden leg now. He shot him in the shoulder. First, there's a windmill. Then it's the Eiffel Tower that doesn't exist here, but it does now. And then there's there's a lighthouse, and nobody knows Over what's happening. One morning, does he does he start to tell Hillop this story because <laughs> he's just so used to telling it to everyone? Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, that's very good. Yeah. I remember the time I shot you in the in the leg and you fell down those stairs. <laughs> oh, that's, that's why I fell down the stairs. I thought this was because the, the, the dragon lady, she dropped it and I went all the way down. Yeah, that does sound like Glim. He doesn't remember very many things. How about Glim and Moot? Uh, So Glim has continued the thing she started when they were on the road, uh, teaching a fun Zumba class every morning, (laughs) just to get get her blood pumping, and finds like more and more people like start coming. First, it was just a few folks from the caravan that like already had been a part of it, but more and more people started coming. And of course, she manages to mention like at least once per day in class about how, you know, she's going to save the world and she has a destiny. Have you heard of Bahamut? (laughs) <laughs> Just letting everybody know the good news of Bahamut. Oh, How do you feel about doing a cutscene where I just have some pump-up jams and you're doing a routine where you're you're spouting you're spouting Bahamut? Uh, <laughs> spinning some Bahamut. Yeah, I like it. Good news. Just just spouting the Bahamut. Good morning, everyone. Thanks for joining me for Zumba. We're gonna work out, do some fun moves. And I'm going to tell you about a real cool platinum dragon named Bahamut. First move, going to take your right foot, tap it out, and in. Yeah, keep doing that. Now let's switch left and out and in. Back and forth, out and in. Keep that going. Bahamut, he loves you so much. He's all about good. He's all about love. He just wants you to work to help yourself like you're doing right now. Okay, now we're going to start moving back. 
and forth. Um, and um, the elephant in the room. How is your uh, how is your luscious mane now? Oh my god, I forgot about my beard. <laughs> um, I mean, just for character art reasons, I want to say I shaved it and it didn't grow back. But it did. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> then I guess I shaved it and it grew back. And you've continued to shave it since. Now, does she just have to shave it every day like a regular beard, or is it a Tim Allen situation where she shaves it off and it grows back immediately? Yes, that one. That's what I was picturing. Yeah. Like, oh, no. I shave it, then it's yeah. a no, real it's Santa Claus here. Um, it's it's definitely you've you've kind of come to the end through talking with a few people in passing. It it could very well be a curse that is now befalling okay. your face. Um, okay. A specific face curse. Your yeah. face be cursed. Um, perhaps throughout your conversations, you've found that there is um, a magic shop owner down in the dock wards who may or may not have a an affordable solution to your problem. The shop in question is Bobbles and Such. Hey, I hear that down at Bobbles and such, there's this anti-weird beard kind of uh, elixir you can get for your situation there, <laughs> Glim. Yeah, you know, I sort of like it on one hand. It's fun to feel like a different person, but I don't know. It's so sweaty. Like, I mean, doing the Zumba every morning and I'm sweating and it's just, I don't know how people uh, live yeah, with Yeah, sweaty beard. It's no good. <laughs> and how about uh, Moot. What's Moot been up to? Sweaty hair. Uh, Moot has discovered bakeries since they've been in town, and he drags anyone who will go with him to every bakery that he can find, especially the Elvish bakeries. They have the best apple turnovers. And what is your favorite bakery? Ooh, that's a good question. Probably, I need a good Elvish-sounding bakery. I'm going to say the Sun and Stars Bakery. Got it. Affordable prices? No, but it's the best one in town, so... Well, fair enough. You so, pay for quality. Yep. Uh, uh, okay, so you've been there for about a week. How many times have you been to the Sun and Stars? Uh, only twice, because I need to ration okay. out my money. But. Sure. Okay. So we'll say you're probably down like 10 gold with all of the bakeries visiting you. Oh, yeah. He's, he's yeah. put on like a solid 10 pounds since he's been there. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Um, so you three are together. You're you're walking through the streets, trying to find bobbles and such. Oh, look! I found. No, wait. That's bottles and such. I was really close, though. So close. I think I might need to get glasses. I think we have to go a little bit closer down. Maybe let's try down around this corner. Are there any people around us? It's early in the morning, I assume. The shop's just opening. It is early in the morning. You're in the dock ward, so there's lots of people kind of moving to and from, uh, moving cargo in and out of ships. But uh, yes, there are many people, if you wanted to stop somebody. Uh, hello. Hello, kind sir. Yeah. Yeah, what can I do for you? Uh, I'm looking to get rid of my Here, just let me put down... That there's hold a on, shop. hold on. Just let me put down this super heavy casket I'm carrying. Uh, you still have a funeral procession? <laughs> cask or casket? Cask I said casket, but I meant cask. <laughs> okay. I was like, is there a dead body think. in there? She's quite traditional. I don't think she would have stopped a funeral procession. <laughs> <laughs> sir. Excuse me, you guys. I have a question. There's four pallbearers. Uh, sir. 
Let me just walk with you for a minute. I, I mean, it might be pickled. I don't know. I'll just put this down anyways. What can I help you with there, my beer, bearded my dragon My beard? Friend? I mean, my dear. My beard, my dear. <laughs> yes, it's about the beard. Right. So, we were in the woods and we ran into a... You know, it's sort of a long story, but the, the bottom line is I have this beard and I kind of want to get rid of it, but although, like, I kind of like it, I don't want to disparage people with beards. It's just I don't really know. Like, anyway, after she probably, like, gets an elbow from... From Mood or Sully. So this goes on for eight. So you're looking minutes. for a barber? Odds are. I'm not a barber. I heard about a shop where they might have an anti weird beard potion or beard. lotion yeah. or. Um, so bobbles and such oh, is what I'm looking yeah. for. Yeah, why didn't you just say that off the top there? We could have saved this whole conversation. <laughs> bobbles and such is down. You go around the corner, take three lefts, and it's over there. <laughs> well, wait, wait a minute. If we take three lefts, can we just cut straight through this this alleyway right there and, and save ourselves like 15 minutes? I mean, you could, but I'm going that way. So I was hoping to send you down <laughs> and yeah, around. Okay. No, yeah, I totally get it. Give me time to take my cask okay. at, uh, down this street here. You really pickle dead okay. people? I don't know what you're talking about. Sally so gives one of these... <laughs> Well, thank you, sir. It's been lovely to meet you. I hope maybe we'll run into each other again. Have you been in Waterdeep longer? He's just, <laughs> just like, <"Bye."> <laughs> <laughs> uh, So you make three left turns, or you cut down, whichever way. You make it to uh, the outside of Bobbles and such. And when they make it to Bobbles and such, what do they see of the face of the, the shop? The face of the shop is it has a bow window in the front uh, with panes, you know, it's paned glass. Uh, in the window you see um, there's a table with like velvet draped over it and there's like, you know, there's trinkets there's amulets and things, a dagger you know, artfully placed and displayed and there is a wooden sign hanging over the front door and it swings in a slight breeze and it is green with gold lettering on it Bubbles and such. This looks like a fancy establishment. I'm gonna go in and touch it. It does. You can always tell the fancy ones because they don't use the ampersand, they actually put the word and on their signs. Well, yeah, I thought it was bubbles and such. It's bubbles and such. You gotta pay per letter for a sign painter, so this must be a fancy shop. You're right. Well, brought your, your gold. Uh, I mean, I've been spending a lot of it, but we'll see. Uh, and we go in. Well, there is a bell, and it goes ding ding as as you walk in. Uh, and do we see you right away? Yeah, um, I am seated behind the counter. Uh, you see a woman with um, brown hair. Um, it's pulled back into like a loose bun. There are some streaks of gray around the temples leading back, um, wearing you know, some just sensible sensible clothes. Um, kind of no nonsense. Just tunic and breeches and some boots. And I'm reading a book. I like it. So he strides in here like he owns the place. Yeah, it, the, the place is full of Glittering things and 
there's a whole wall of weapons and there is a wall of scrolls and that that wall the wall of scrolls is behind the counter i go to the glittery things oh instantly yeah <laughs> uh what about you moot uh i'm going to check out these scrolls just like from a distance they look so ornate i just picture moot like walking up to where uh, Bumpera is standing, just kind of like looking over without saying anything. <laughs> <laughs> like real slow and awkward about it, too. Uh, good morning. Good morning, ma'am. Oh, oh, hello. Good morning. Good morning. And she she looks around the room or her her area um, for something that she can use as a bookmark. Um, and she grabs like a receipt or something. The first thing that she sees and like shoves it in there, sets her book aside. Welcome. Welcome. What can I do for you? Well, and I launch into the whole story about what happened in the woods mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and end with. So when I tried to shave the beard off, it just grew back. Didn't even grow back. Just, you know, appeared back full and bushy and beautiful like you see it right now. So I think it might be, I don't know, a, a spell or a curse or it's not a it's not a natural beard. Thought maybe you might have something to help with that. Some folks said this was the place to come. Oh, yes. Well, hmm. Yes. I mean, I wasn't going to say anything because that's rude. Generally, you don't see a dragon board with such a luscious beard. Not usually. We don't even have hair follicles on our face. It's it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. This is yeah. This is um. So it is definitely probably magic. Let me just consult something here. Um, and then she she goes off and starts like flipping through books, which is code for me looking at my character sheet (laughs) (laughs) Um, while you're while you're doing that um i assume uh i only assume and you can tell me if i'm wrong but bomber would have tried to wipe away the racking call sign there like char on the wall oh no No, i've left it okay perfect um because i want the watch to see it okay um so the three of you well boss sorry is that on the baubles and sparkly side of things or is that by the weapons where was the priceless object and the scrawl? Um, it would have been in between the weapons and the sparkly things. Sully is picking up like little like trinkets and like vials filled with stuff and like smelling them and like really having just a very tactile experience at this store. He's so enraptured with the different colors and mumbling different things to himself like, well, this one's sparkly. <laughs> God, that's, that's no good, but it looks so good. Oh, God. And I keep moving my way along the wall. Make your perception check as you're doing it. It's a... Oh, right. Minus one. This is so opposite of the uh, 11. I mean, it's it's pretty obvious. As you come to it, you look up, you see it. Uh, the Rat King calls in, like, this greasy black charcoal all over the wall. For now, I look at it, and I'm like... And I keep looking at stuff for the for the moment. Uh, so I think that I am also like, well, I wait, kind of looking at things. Maybe there's 
and tell me if I'm wrong. Maybe there's a small section with like some religious iconography. That's probably where I make a real beeline for just just to see. Always on the lookout for for my something for my my main dude Bahamut that I might add to my collection. Um, so I'm sort of looking in that area. I imagine you with a keychain that just has like a ridiculous amount of like Bahamut like. Like trinkets. Like 10 or 12 different Yeah, like totems, <laughs> different like leathers, scripted, like like it's getting out of hand. And Moot and Sully mean to talk to you about it. Ah, yes, yes. Um, so I think I do have something that could, could help, maybe. Not really sure. Because unless I'm told by someone of, you know, clerical persuasion that this is indeed a curse. I mean, I can't be 100% sure here. Right. Right. Okay, well, I mean, I'm sort of willing to try anything. I teach these Zumba classes in the morning and this beard is so hot and sweaty and I just it's just too much for me. I'd rather not have it anymore. Oh, you know, that's you you might want to donate that hair. Oh, it's rather I lustrous. thought about that. Yeah. And that would be donated for wigs, wigs for face wigs, underprivileged orphans. Yeah, that's a Those great orphans. idea. They can't grow their Those own tiny beards. bald orphans need my beard hair. <laughs> okay, so um, I've got this scroll here, and she she climbs up onto a step stool because she she's not super tall at all. Um, about like five four, and she reaches up and pulls a couple out, and then as she's pulling them out because she's pulling them from above her head, a few fall out and kind of like hit her in the face, and she's like sneezing. <laughs> ah, mm, I really should dust up there, and then she she's like, okay, here you go. This here is a scroll of lesser restoration. And do I just, do I read it? Do I get a magic user to read it? Oh, yeah, you. My friend Mood is kind of good at that sometimes. No, you can, you can, um, I mean, you can have someone else do it, uh, but you, you could do it. That, that's the beauty of scrolls. That there scroll is 40 gold pieces. Ooh. Okay, well, hold on. I forget how much money I have. We don't ever really play this. I might not have even written it down. <laughs> she pulls 40 gold coins out of her bag. Yeah, there we go. Exactly. That's how we play with money. Yeah. Uh, um, I think you all got, like, you split, like, three or four hundred gold. Well, we did just find a treasure chest. Yeah. That's so right. We rich. We, we've got yeah. money. Except it's for fine. Moot, who's eaten I mean, all of his gold. Right, right, down, yes. right down the fact that you had a hundred gold each to start. Um, Moot's eating it, just <laughs> and how? turning I mean, it into food. I've probably been giving mine away also to like any random like okay. person who looks to be in need. So Great. well, you you then you tell me how much money you have. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I would have broken it down smaller, maybe like a gold seems like quite a bit of money, right? To to hand out yeah, to so. random people, yeah, probably, yeah, yeah. And I like that because all altruism is like a little bit selfish. 
because it makes you feel good. So you're getting something out of it. <laughs> I probably like broke it down into silvers or something so I could keep that feeling going. It just like keep giving to more and more people. <laughs> but yes, I give Bombera the 40 gold. Thank you. Thank you. Hope that works. Me too. Did you give it to her in silvers? Like, did you give her like dimes? No. Okay. I had still had some. some I'm solid say, here's just 400 pieces. silver pieces. I have like a pocket for like my charity pocket, then my spending pocket. You're wearing cargo pants, aren't you? Yeah. I mean, cargo basically. pants of holding. I, al- I almost would picture more like um, I have a lot of like leather like, belts and things yes yeah, so fanny like packs. a couple of those like flat kind of fanny packy ones that's like a utility belt kind yeah. of but then some around my legs like there's just i got a lots lot of, of belts lots <laughs> lots of secret <laughs> so pockets belts. sully at different points has hidden things in different pockets and you still haven't found them yet that sounds right <laughs> it's not where i thought no, you were going at all. <laughs> <laughs> at all that's right keeping you on your toes uh, Moot comes over after he sees you get the scroll. He says, uh, oh, do you do you know, like, do, how do we use this? I think I just have to read it. Oh, OK. Yeah, just read it. And uh, there's some hand symbols there. Just make sure you do the hand symbols. It's pictographed right there along the bottom of the scroll. I come up and I pop up and I look at the scroll and I point to one. I'm like, that one looks dirty. Moot and Glim make a perception check because you're. Looking at these hand gestures. Uh, that is. Let me go to my bonuses. Hang like on. A thumbs up. I, I rolled a and one. A thumbs Ooh, down. So it's just a straight up seven. And then, yeah. We're uh, very focused on the. You're scroll. very focused on the scroll. By the way, did any of you see any of the guard out and about yet? No, we didn't. We didn't see anyone. I feel like they. Uh, and maybe they slept in today. It sort of seems like they get a later start. They work real late. I don't know. We didn't see anyone this morning, though. Yeah, Yeah, you know what? I sent Theobald off to the City Watch like an hour ago, and no one has shown up. Uh, Well, they're probably really scared about this, like, rat king that apparently called you. Yeah, yeah. They stole it. They stole my wand of smiles. I'm sorry, your what? Does the wand make people what it makes you smile smile when you hold it yeah it's i love that thing it's been in my family for ages and do you know all of your customers love you when you can make them smile you like force them to smile you like have a good day (laughs) yeah you know it's highly effective Customer satisfaction guaranteed. Well, what are you, how are you going to make people smile now? I don't know. I just, I don't know. You have to have like good customer service or something? I've never, you know, I've never been without it. Welcome to the middle. You're here, so you're halfway through the episode. So you should listen to us a little more, because that's how this thing works. Called podcasting. 
I love how you explained podcast. I know it became very instructional. Listener, Amy explained what this part was, and then you got very meta and explained podcasts. (laughs) I like it. And can someone else jump in explaining songs? (laughs) I am not the one to explain songs. You string together a harmony of notes, and you sing and talk and riff and stuff until sometimes somebody cuts you off with yeah, what's going on. Yeah, because that's the melody. There it is. I was that's hoping to jump in with the that's actual, the like, what we were trying no, to No, I just wanted to correct you in saying it's not a harmony of notes. You're singing a melody. <sighs> if you so want to see, see some live. of this, exactly, if you want to see this magic happen live, it could happen if you're in Edmonton this Saturday, September 21st, 1245, Edmonton Expo. Us four dum-dums are going to sit on a stage, play some D&D. Room 105 or 106. Ooh. Could be either. Follow the sign. We'll keep you guessing till the last minute. Or until you walk down the hallway. Yeah, until we know we'll for sure, and then we'll let you room. know. Yeah, That's yeah. right. Um, but yeah, it could be either of those. But yeah, we're playing I'll a live show. boobs. No, it's a family show. It's a family event. We're not even here. Challenge number one. We all have to make it to Edmonton. That should be fine. Okay. Challenge number two. We're not allowed to swear. That seems problematic. Problem number three. We have to be 45 minutes or less. (laughs) There are a lot of challenges that lay in our way. And it's going to be fun. We're going to do it. It is. Also, Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. For those of you who aren't quite sure where this is, and if you want to make a special, special trip up to the frigid north, it's not that frigid right now, uh, but just to see your favorite podcasters for 45 minutes. Sounds like a winning combination. That'd be pretty great if you did that. (laughs) Hey, I would hang out with you for like a good hour after the show. If you show me a plane ticket, like, I came all the way from Houston, I'd be like, let's get some fucking beers. You would have to wait till after the 45 minutes is up to say that F word. Yes. Yes. Yeah. We got to be out in the hall, like around the corner. Down yeah. The not street. within yeah. earshot of children. Yeah. No, like no. Uh, but yes, family friendly event. All people, all kids, all whatever are invited. It'd be great if you guys were there. And that audio we will release and then i suspect we haven't really talked about this but i'm going to assume um we're probably going to play together in real life not just that game because we'll all be together all weekend maybe live show edmonton expo saturday september 21st at 12 45 it's free with admission (laughs) (laughs) that's fun how you did that to the expo i hope to see you there Please, please come if you're in the area. Mm-hmm. We'd love to see you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Back to that episode. Enjoy it. You got it. Breathe it in. <sighs> What's a fucking creepy way to end a yeah? End an interlude. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, the door chimes and an exasperated Theobald runs back in. <laughs> If he had your beard, he would be so sweaty right now. It's true. Hi. Nice beard. Um, I went and checked with the City Watch. They're very, they tell me, busy with this whole ceremony thing going on with the, the pyres and this celebration of winning. They'll be down later. <clears throat> you gonna vom? Yeah, it's a long run. 
Thank you for the apple. Thank you. You know, there, there's, there's some stuff upstairs if you want something to eat. Oh, okay. Thank you. I'll just. Cat's outside. I don't have to worry about tripping. No, Toby's outside. Okay, perfect. Up, I'll be upstairs. You have a cat? Uh, yeah. I love cats. I do. I start to, he looks around, even though he just heard you say that the cat's outside. <laughs> With a store like this and a bunch of things on a bunch of shelves, isn't having a cat a bad idea? That is why there is a door mm. separating the back to the front. That makes sense. Yes. Learned that the hard way. So, who do you think this Rat King is? Doesn't sound good. <sighs> no, you know, he's... I don't really know. I, I just, with, you know, the influx of, of people coming in, you know, this Rat King just, like, snuck in, and now they're just... You know, they're just thugs. Look! They stole my Wand of Smiles. What could they want with a Wand of Smiles? Maybe they're really unhappy. Well, I mean, I could just make them smile. They didn't have to steal it. Hmm. Maybe what makes him happy is a thrill of stealing stuff for nothing. But I mean, you wouldn't know anything about that, would you, Sully? What do you mean? What? Hold on. I just, I think I heard the cat and I like wander off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Um. I mean, look, I'm, I'm looking at, at all of all of you as a group and like do you have your weapons on yeah i think so stuff i think we're all geared up or at least i shouldn't speak for them i'm all geared up so i, mean, I don't have a lot of gear, gear but, but i'm wearing yeah. it all so <laughs> yeah <laughs> i you you look competent <laughs> are you sure <laughs> that's never been said about us before nope <laughs> try again you look here. Yeah. Here, <laughs> you look like you're you not look too available. Busy. Yes, you're available. You don't look busy. What? What say? You know, I I got the the dockside business owner association together, um, and we offered a reward. You know, to to take down this racking and get my Wanda smiles. Sully comes back. So, did I hear something about a reward? <laughs> yeah. This came out as W's. <laughs> it's okay, Sully has a little speech impediment now. He's so excited. Well, it does sound like this Rat King is just a real nefarious character. So, I always am trying to stop, you know, the bad people from doing bad things. And stealing smiles sounds like just about the worst thing you could do. So It is. I mean, how many thing. people... Does this like they come into my shop to have their day brightened? And you know, it sometimes that's all someone needs is a smile, and their entire day can be changed for the better. This, this is a travesty. Well, I'm I'm sold. Plus, I mean, how big can he possibly be? He's a rat. Rats are like he's a king. Okay, well, so like what? Like this big? So oh, he's moving his hands him. back and forth. Whoa, this is great for an audio medium. <laughs> <laughs> um, Good job, Amy. <laughs> the uh, the door chimes and a, and, a, and a customer comes in, and they they kind of look like they're urgently waiting to get your attention. To get a smile. Oh, excuse me. Yes, hello. Yes, I need a I need a scroll, and they start walking with you over to the scroll uh, mm-hmm. rack uh, to, to um uh. 
make somebody disappear? Uh, invisibility? See, I or was... Or are talking, like, banishment? Well, too. I was, like, I was, like, wronged. <laughs> so I want to get rid of them. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, so I don't have anything quite like that, but I do have... We'll say that the, their conversation fades out and you three are, are, can kind of talk amongst yourselves for a moment. All right. Well, I think the most important thing right now is uh, the question we're all wondering. Stopping the wrongdoers. What? Stopping the wrongdoers? Is that the most important no, thing I was right gonna now? Say you're going to get rid of that beard Yeah, I was kind of thinking about the scroll. <laughs> oh. Um. Okay. Okay. But we're going to help her. Oh, right? yeah. Yeah, sure. But I mean... Won't you be able to help her better without wearing a better sweaty beard? I mean, you're probably right. Okay. So maybe is there like uh, an open counter space or something? Because what I'd like to do now that I know I can donate this beard hair to orphans is open like a handkerchief or something. Moon so that Because I'm assuming I'm going to read it. It's just going to like. Yeah, it's going to fall, fall off out. in one chunk. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> oh, I didn't think that. That seems so yeah, gross. I thought somehow. it would like poof away, but no, it's yes. just gonna like a dandelion. Like it would all just come out. Otherwise, what are they gonna cut out? Little wigs? I don't know what they're doing with the hair. Anyway, <laughs> how long is your beard? <laughs> it's a big bushy beard. Oh God. Uh, so yeah, I unfold a napkin or like just a, a serviette, a handkerchief. Yep. Yeah, a handkerchief, and uh, pull out the scroll kind of lean over and then read through the scroll while doing, you know, my like Your little bunny foo-foo. You're cut little bit, exactly. out. I assume that's what the <laughs> hand signals are. Things like that. Um, you want to make her make up words, don't you? Do I roll for beer? No, I'd roll for Arcana. Just see how you do. Okay. That's a five. You get to the end of the, the scroll and nothing happens. Hmm. I don't, I don't seem very, Would maybe, you know, this is like magic and that's really like, you're kind of the best at that kind of thing. Would you mind trying I to do this? I can totally give it a shot. This is so, I've never used a scroll before. This is very exciting. Have you ever read a book before, Moot? Oh, Yeah. Tons of oh, I think it's very similar. It's just this is one piece of paper instead of a whole bunch of pieces of paper. This, that's true. This is just the one. All right. Uh, would you like me to roll for this, Russ? Yeah, Arcana. Okay. Uh, that is a 16. Uh, so describe to me what Moot does better than Glim in the success of this, this, this scroll reading. Uh, Moot manages to really nail the hand gestures. That were like, you know, reading it and doing it all, you know, to yourself is one thing, but reading and doing to someone else is a whole other one. And Moot just totally nails this bad boy. I think he had to be fair, too. I also have less fingers. So, oh, like, true. I feel like it's maybe a bit racist against Dragonborn. I probably need five fingers <laughs> to be able to do this really maybe. effectively. Yeah. Well, at one point really you had to do that, this got, like, and then you were just like this. Exactly. <laughs> There's an aura that comes about and presents itself around your beard. Ah, oh, it's so fucking magical. And it falls off 
with a thud into the the handkerchief. It's like it it just like it pulled off like it was a like a prop wig and is now in your hands. Does it make a nice like sound or anything? <laughs> when it removes. <laughs> Yep. They're all really gross images uh, and sounds for 8 o'clock those, in the morning. Yep. All of those it noises and sounds. It's really gross. I don't know why it's so much grosser as one piece, but it really is. But anyway, I sort of touch my face and like, oh, Moot, thank you. You did it. You did it. How do I look? Do I have like a slight tan line? A little tan line, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a little dragon scale tan line. Uh, and I, I fold the handkerchief over my weird solid beard we cut back into the conversation happening it's like see you're telling me you can't make people disappear but you made her beard just go like that's all i need it's just a person just to go i don't deal in murder that's not what i'm saying they can go somewhere you know what i'll go down the street there's a there's a warlock who said he might be able to do it it just i'll I'll come back if it doesn't work out hey hold on buddy how did how did how were you wronged I had this, I had this cool little trinket. It was given to me from my father's mother's granddaughter. My sister. <laughs> <laughs> Doing the math. <laughs> Everyone just stops for a full like minute and it's like. <laughs> Everyone's head's tilted to the side of. <laughs> and it was supposed to be mine. And now I just, I just, she's not giving it back. You want to disappear to your sister because she stole your drink it? Yeah. Yeah, sounds fair to me. Good luck, buddy. Thanks. And he leaves. That guy's crazy. Yeah, that's why I wouldn't sell him a scroll to make someone go poof. <laughs> so who calls that's their sister their father's mother's <laughs> granddaughter? Someone who doesn't like their sister. I guess so. <laughs> She's that yeah, far really removed. trying to distance that relationship. You're right. Bombera, you did it. Look at look at my look at my clean scaly oh, face. That is wonderful. And oh. she she goes to reach to give it a pat and then is like, "Oh, sorry. Shouldn't do that." No, it's okay. Go ahead. Oh, oh, nice and smooth. Claim not so much with the boundaries. She's fine. <laughs> so, this rat king this terrible evil doer, the Rat King. Yes, the Rat King. A bane, a bane on this ward. I think that we love banishing evil. It's like our whole thing. So I think we probably want to help. <laughs> and Sully look at each other. Is there, like, is there, is yeah, kind of, but you know, not, okay. not, not I mean, like we whole did thing. it once. We did it at, at one it's time. It's all of our favorite things. Oh, well, that's excellent. Uh, the Dockside Business Association, so the DBA, I'm sure I can get them to uh, to give give a reward. Not a problem. Um, we could give you... Do, 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 and she does some math in her head. Oh, 500 gold? That sounds like a pretty good amount of gold, guys. Yeah, I totally Think agree. Think about how many turnovers you've Oh, get. well, when you put yeah. it that way. <laughs> That's like seven so turnovers at that fancy bakery you like. Yeah. Oh, are you talking about the star and moon or the moon and stars? Oh, the sun and stars bakery. The yeah. sun and stars. Oh, it's so yes. good. You know, I, I went there the other day. They had some 
perfect croissants. Oof, I haven't tried the. I've been fixated on the apple turnovers. Mmm. Try the croissants and dip them in chocolate. Moot's <laughs> mind just exploded. Uh, Bombera, do you think you mentioned that charity that would take the beard? I wonder if you could, while we go get the Rat King, maybe um, get them this. And I like drop the beard on the counter with a, I assume, another solid fud. <laughs> yeah, I it's a hefty take beard. Take up the corner of the hanky and peer underneath it. Oh, mm, well, isn't that a sight? Yes, can do. Thank you so much. Uh, Your your helper, Theobald. 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 He comes back downstairs. Oh, that was a that was a great breakfast. Why do you have a clump full of hair? Oh, Theobald, just the person I wanted to see. Could you go, please, bring these this to Wigs for Kids? Wigs for Kids. They're still in operation. I thought they were shut down a while ago because kids don't actually need wigs. I think they're still there. Please go, go bring this to them. Okay, we'll do. It's, it feels unnatural, but okay. <laughs> Heads out. You, uh, you sticking around or are you heading out? Oh, I'm, I'm here until the watch come. Okay, cool. And he leaves. Well, uh, you got any uh, hot tips for us of where we can start looking for this, uh, Rat King? Mm, well, they're down by, I mean, I know this is the docks, but if you go to the dock docks, um, you know, the pier, there, there's there's some, some like sewage ducks, tunnels, what whatever those are called. <laughs> some sewers. Sewer <laughs> exit points. Sewage ducks? Like an aqueduct? What are we talking like, about here? Oh, I thought like a quack. Like a sewage duck. Like, like, like the guarding the entrance. <laughs> well, you know what? It wouldn't <laughs> surprise me if you were there. Do you think these bad guys have trained ducks to guard the entrance <laughs> to their lair? Well, I mean, you can have killer geese, so why not ducks? Despicable. Fair point. Ducks need to be fluffy and, and yes. yellow. We need to get some really nice dish soap to clean these. They must be stopped. To the ducks! Ducks. You want to come? Would you like to reap justice for yourself? I'll hold them down. Uh, well, Once you're from here, you'd know people would probably be happy to talk to you. You're this wonderful established business person. We're just, we just got to town a week ago. You could put Toby in charge of the store. Uh, Toby, I do not trust that cat. Actually, Toby's going to be stopping by for lunch soon. Okay, fine. I'll tell you what. Let me let me go get Toby his lunch, and then I will be right with you. And we can go find this Rat King, and I can give him a piece of my mind. Yeah! I'd say you'd make him smile, but I think that goes against what we're trying to do here. She just stares at you.
the song's long road ahead, Umbrella Pants, and Sneaky Snitch are by Kevin McLeod of incompetech.filmmusic.io. A huge thank you to our supporting producers, Gabriel Lynch, Ryan Cushman, Cat Waterflame, and Jacob Madden. Find out more at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. Bombera, what do you do when you... Like when you get the shop the, going. Are we in the shop? No, you're not in the, <laughs> shop. In the shop. We were all ready. Like, should I jump get, in? Am, am I, I in the, the shop? shop? I opened the door to the shop. Get the fuck away. I guess I broke into the shop. <laughs> that seems like And now I'm going to run it. The little bell dings as I open the door. Yeah. What's happening? Yeah. How far in the future Shop's are we? Open. We have whole new lives where we're shopkeeps now. <laughs> there. The... Ch- Sorry, I'm not a DM. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Squash that. Actually, no. Let it let it run. You can make all the sounds you want. Dungeons and Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Hello, and thanks for calling the arena. If you know your party's extension, you can dial it at any time. If your psychiatrist has gone missing, press three. Press three. That sounds ill-advised. Life is about choices, man. You and I both suffer from a very rare form of mental illness, right? Yep, yep, that's us. I'm just saying, we're probably not the best private investigators, since we don't know what's real. The waitress at the Chinese restaurant, she told me that I needed to complete three trials to find Sadler. Okay, but how long have you been out of your meds? Three trials? The arena? The old factory, the inventor's basement. The inventor's basement. Exactly. Mama, I met someone today. You're not going to believe this. Half spider, half human. You all have this disorder. We call it the imperfection. Okay, so we just got off the train at a stop called East River between East Broadway and York Street, which I'm pretty sure doesn't exist. We are not a cop show, Charlie. Uh, I know that, but we're friends, and I need my friends. How sure are you that these things are actually happening in real life? It seems like reality can be a little slippery. Charlie! Charlie! They're on my face! Amber, Amber, stop, 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 stop it, stop these it. fucking spiders, they are everywhere. The Imperfection, an audio drama in nine parts. Produced by Wolf at the Door Studios. Out now. For more information, please visit WLFDR.com.